Welcome to episode 205 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Adrian Schoen. We're joined today by a special guest closing out our series of interviews with people who do things on our network, the Up Am for Network. Am I really closing it off? Well, we were doing it for the month of January, so this is the last January it's episode. It's because I just took that long to get back to you. You really like, need to get your shit together a little sooner. I know. Sorry. She's the host of Gal Chat. She's also our network social media coordinator, which means she does the Twitters and Facebooks and things. When I remember to. When she remembers well to. Because <laughs> I don't want to do it. No. Candace Pye. Hi. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I haven't been here in a while, so. I'm glad there's less dudes in the room this time. Oh, yeah, that was a lot. It was a lot. I, it's good. When you when you and Adrian came in and then introduced yourselves to each other, I was like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yep, right. Because there's a rule about how many women you can have in like the same time. Right. You know, like more than two, like, whew. it's just too entertaining. It's at that point. Yeah, that's it. We don't want to overload people with, with intelligence and overload. <laughs> oh, overload. It's a new era. It's the first episode post PodCon 2. Yeah. You Tell look refreshed it, and, and invigorated. <laughs> I'm a tired boy. Aww. I'm so tired. Yeah. I've been like having this weird sort of almost vertigo thing since then oh no it's so great i think probably i had some kind of inner ear thing that got agitated by the planes Ooh. yeah <laughs> i hate planes yeah. i'm gonna be super honest like i hot just, take hot take <laughs> yeah i know no one thinks that but uh it, it's terrible like i just flew to calgary and i was like wow mm. i forgot how bad this was <laughs> like i really hate it but how great is the calgary airport it's very good it's the best it's very oh. good i didn't go to the chilies but <laughs> oh i like chilies yeah they, they have a, a vegetarian black bean burger do recommend yeah i have recommended over the beef really i do all right it's very, if you like a little spice it's, it's oh. good all right, maybe not for you. For for a second, I thought you meant recommend getting the black bean patty over the beef. Like you could like try both it. Patties in the same. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never asked, but uh, yeah, you could go for that. That sounds good to me. Mm. Beans and beef. Sure. Mm, sounds like a long <laughs> night on the toilet. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like most nights on the toilet. Oh boy. But yeah, I um I spent two days standing at the Upper Network booth for like eight hours a day, and then. The next morning, we got on a pretty, like, wobbly boat for, like, three oh. hours to take the ferry up to Victoria. Oh. And uh, I think that just kind of ruined me because I had sort of motion sickness for, like, well, been back for about a week. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so. Horrible. I feel bad all the time. Ooh. I keep having to cancel plans that involve leaving the house because I'm like, I'm going to wobble too hard and die. I've just been canceling plans that involve leaving the house because it's minus 20 outside and it's I don't want to leave the house. So, so cold. Yeah. It's just a, an, an ice sheet outside as well. Like walking is a danger all in itself. Oh, yeah. Like I'm an introvert already, but then in the winter I'm just like, oh, I, I'm never leaving my home. My bathtub, really. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just going to stay in there until it warms up again. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, the bathtub at the hotel is pretty wide, and I'm sad I didn't take a bath in it. Oh. But if I'm telling you about the bathroom at the hotel, this is the last piece of PodCon info you need. The mirror... Big, big hotel mirror, right? Oh, I saw this on your Instagram. It's very cool. Yeah, it it has a cool. button that puts it in night mode. Oh, <laughs> so it's which, like, a like backlit. What? Oh. And you can, it's like a smart mirror. I love it. Oh, I like that. I don't I understand it in what scenario you need a night mirror, though. Like, just turn on the bathroom. Well, because no, like, like, you go to the bathroom and too poop. bright. Yeah, it's yeah. too bright. And you just want it like a, you want to set the mood. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, you can't just have the lights on. Well, Treat like, yourself. Like, if you go to the bathroom at nighttime, it's too bright if you turn those lights on. Yeah, you'll never get back to sleep. You got to get, like. I guess, I guess it replaces, like, the iPhone flashlight or right. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. so you want to poop in the sort of, like, not quite dark. Right. Yeah. No, I, I support it. I like that. Yeah. It was, like, 
you know, I've been to a lot of hotels that have like, let me flex in here, been to a Brag. lot of hotels. <laughs> I've been to a lot of hotels that have like eco-friendly features where they're like, you can flush the toilet with like half as much water if you only pee or like, you know, put this card on your door to make sure that we don't waste towels or whatever. Cause you know, everyone's trying to be more green, but I really think the future of hotel innovation is in smart mirrors. <laughs> that you poop in the dark. Oh boy. It's a nice way to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm not against it. Yeah. So Candace, mm. when's Galchat coming back? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think within the next two weeks is my goal. Sweet. Yeah. Cause I, I initially was like, Oh, by the end of January, it'll be back. And then I went back to school and was like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> wait, maybe not. <laughs> this is hell. <laughs> yeah. So no, but it's coming back. I guarantee you within Sweet. the next two weeks, awesome. it's happening. Yes. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you got planned for it this season? I mean, we can call I it put, a new season and then people won't I'm, be as thrown off by I the think that's what I'm going to do. Also, I put up a poll on like all the socials that was like, what do you guys want to hear more of? Expecting like, I don't know, like politics or like, I don't know, more interviews, like serious interviews with people. Because that's what you were suggesting that right. I do also. And then everyone was like, fuck that. I love when you bring eight people on the show and talk about <laughs> sex and dating. And I was like, oh, well, Tom's going to want to die. But OK, I can yeah, do that. Yeah. So uh, probably a lot more sex and dating, Sweet. which I'm excited about. I'm but sorry. also uh, send in questions, people, because <laughs> I need them. <laughs> Upfordnetwork.com slash gal chat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I love me some sex and dating advice questions. That's yes. always fun. It well, is. aren't we oversaturated with politics at this point? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's I just mean, get it's back to the basics. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, it lets you take a break, and it's also like, I don't know, I feel like everyone has the same questions and mm. doesn't actually ask them because when i do get questions they're like five of the same question like every single time and like, I'm like like dating questions yeah okay. like i whenever someone submits a question i'm like i've gotten this three times before I feel. right because everyone is going through the same stuff but nobody talks about it right and yeah it's crazy well that's that's why it's good that you're sort of like yeah. using your show to open up those conversations mm-hmm. right make people talk and about it's it something i love talking about and also um, I'm so single right now, so it's just like an excuse for me to like live vicariously through people, right. which I really need. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. Yeah, I need this. <laughs> You'll be back by Valentine's Day. There that we go. There yeah. we go. What day of the week is that? Is that Tuesday? It's uh, probably not. Thursday? Question mark. Yeah. Wow, I pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> Good. Good ass pulling. pulling. Yeah. I yeah. knew it was a weekday because uh, our office manager sent our an email like, let's have after work drinks. And somebody pointed out that it was Valentine's Day. We're like, oh, that makes it sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do like a Tuesday comeback on that week and nice. it'll be like a sex and dating extravaganza. It nice. could be like send in all your singles questions. Yes. Yes. How to survive Valentine's Day. Well, how I survive Valentine's Day is I get really wine drunk alone and nice. cry at all my favorite romantic movies. That's so. not a bad yeah. plan. It's honestly pretty do. good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm trying to remember, like, so I mean, I last year was my first Valentine's Day in a re- serious relationship ever because all of my past relationships never happened to oh. be during a Valentine's Day. Like, it just never. Weird. Yeah. Well, okay, no, my first relationship lasted a full year, but I think she went to Florida for the whole month of February because I don't remember. <laughs> like, I remember there was a winter Florida trip and no Valentine's, but, like, I've never really done Valentine's Day till last year when we, I think, just went out to dinner. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. It's kind of a dumb holiday. Yeah. It's just something that comes up and I'm like, oh, I feel obligated to do a thing. I don't know why. I so disagree, but that's just because I'm the kind of person that's like, so, I'm such a romantic in like the worst way where like I get really sad that I don't have anyone on Valentine's Day, right. even though I know it's like the most arbitrary, stupid, like homework thing ever. I'm just like, I'm still sad and alone though. Like that doesn't change. Do you want to, do you want to hang out with my baby on Valentine's Day yes. so that we can, yes, <laughs> temper and I can yes. a thousand percent. Yes. You can date my baby. Oh, oh no. Baby date. Oh boy. Yeah. He might throw up on you. Sure. which is kind of like Holy getting one I just thought about how old I'm going to be when your child is of age and I wanted to <laughs> immediately die. So that's cool. That's great. We wait into my 40s. That'll be nice. Will you? I don't think that's true. Is that not true? Because I can't do math. I'm not going to be 40 by the time he's 18. 18, am I? No, that can't be right. <laughs> how does I time literally work? cannot do math. Wait, will, no, no I I'll be in my... Yeah. I'm 21. You're 21. So so almost. You'll be almost. like pushing 40. Wow. I'll yeah. be dead. Oh, no. So that'll be fun. 
something to look forward to. Uh, I'll never live to see your child grow into a man. That sucks because I was hoping you'd be there to corrupt him once he became old enough to corrupt. God. I could try, but uh, I'll just be so, so You know, back in the day, we watch Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, I do sometimes think about like when when Toby is twenty, I will only be forty five. And that's kind of fun because it's like that's really good, actually. Yeah, that's cool. like by the time I hit my mid forties, the kids will be out of the house. Yeah, you'll have <laughs> such a like have more. fun and active retirement. Like <laughs> yeah. retirement, retirement. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be able to like no, but I mean, like you shit. can basically just like go travel and like do whatever the fuck you want yeah. at like age forty. That's cool. What? Well, <laughs> I mean, only if people give us money. Yeah, <laughs> that, there's bright expectations. I am. <laughs> Let's take a trip to the cash corner. <laughs> oh boy. I'm just really optimistic, guys. <laughs> that is optimistic. I've yep. got two years to get infinite monies. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. Guys, welcome to the Cash Corner, the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Life is a series of choices. Small ones, like which breakfast sandwich to grab on the way to work. Big ones, like where you want to apply to go to college. Sometimes we even make choices that we don't realize we're making, like which shoe to put on first, or whether or not to capitalize the first word of a sentence. One choice you could make right now is to support us on Patreon. It's a great way to get a little extra out of your podcast listening experience while also making sure that Adrian can retire at age 40. <laughs> oh boy. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candace, Carlea, Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Jillian, Killian, Angie, Sarah, Angelica, Will, and Anne. I hated all of that very much. <laughs> You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon question comes from Will, who asks, Talk about Bandersnatch! Man, fuck Bandersnatch. (laughs) Oh no! I agree. (laughs) I agree. Why do you say fuck it? So... So right let's at, just dive so, right in. Yeah, so so let's explain for anyone who lives under a rock since this thing's been out for like a month. <laughs> Alice already. in Wonderland came. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's this Netflix show called Black Mirror that's yes. kind of spooky, and they put out a movie called Bandersnatch. And Black Mirror Bandersnatch is my favorite actor from from Doctor Who. Or is it a movie? Um, <laughs> you call it a movie? Are you making a Benedict Cumberbatch that. <laughs> Who is not on Doctor I'm Who? Very tired. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so, so it's, it's a, not a movie. It's a choose your own adventure experience. It, that's generous. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I would say I, that's accurate. I certainly experienced it. I, uh, I experienced something. <laughs> so, so my understanding with this thing was that it would be a like sort of movie where you make choices along the way yeah. to like decide what happens to this dude who's making a bandersnatch uh, and. What I understand. It's about a guy who's trying to turn this choose your own adventure book into a video game. Yeah. And you're supposed to like help him along the way. Yeah. But but the thing that bothered me about it was that like I kept getting to endings and then it kept pushing me back into the story. And I was like, I don't want to keep watching. Like I after 20 minutes got to an ending where it was over and he just like did a bad job on his game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I did it. I finished Bandersnatch. And then it's like, here's another option you have to choose between. And I was like, right. no, I don't. no. <laughs> and I then it did that to me six more times. And then I lost an hour and a half of my life and I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I did. However, at some point after that decided, okay, from here on out, I'm going to make every decision that I think is most likely to lead to this dude dying, which was a little fun, but he didn't die. No. I mean, there is an ending where you can make him die. I kind of went through like most of the endings. Where he jumps off the... Yeah. But I did that, and then it pushed me back into it and said, do a different thing. Yeah, 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 I don't know. It's just like, you died. Just kidding. Like, go back. That's so weird. It was like, time travel's a thing. Maybe I did something to accidentally unlock a path where time travel exists, but like... I was mad. <laughs> I was just mad from the beginning because, like, the first thing they ask you to make a choice of is which fucking cereal he's eating. And yeah. I was like, wow, I'm in for a long night if this is the first question I have to answer. The then it was made like, which mixtape should you listen to? And I was like, all right, okay, I guess this is what we're doing. And then the third choice was like, will you accept or refuse this guy's offer to, like, work on this video yeah. game with you? And I accepted because, like, 
duh. That's what yeah, the fucking right. plot of the show is or yeah. the movie is, whatever it is. Right. And it literally made me fail and restart. That was yeah. the one I And I was too. like, but it's intended what? to, right? Like it, it's mm-hmm. like a video game. Like it, the, you make a first choice to get the audience accustomed to the idea that you can make choices. So right. that's inconsequential. Right. And then they lead you to make a choice that you definitely um, are likely to choose the, the one path. And show how it's going to reset you, like, mm-hmm. to the beginning if you're not, um, you know, like, to get you used to I the format. I just found, like, I don't know, in my experience, it was, like, I'm used to hearing choose your own adventure and being, like, oh, I get to, like, choose my way to, like, one of these specific endings, mm-hmm. like Tom was saying. But it felt like no matter what I choose, you're going to show me what you want to show me. Right. Anyways, I, I don't so that know. was frustrating for me. You're all fetuses, so maybe you don't <laughs> remember choose your own adventure novels, but, like... I, I like I had those as a kid and you always kind of flip through all of the endings and right. you kind of always right. go through. And so I really appreciated that it resets you in a way that like lets you continue on because you don't want to end the thing at 20 minutes uh, where nothing actually I guess happens. Instead of like ending, I just wanted to like stream through like all the way. Like right. I wanted it to be like an hour. Like I was in for an hour and 30. I was like, yeah. I'm ready for this. I don't want to end at like 20 minutes. Like yeah. I just want to like have a full hour and a half of making decisions. Right. And I didn't get that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, I feel like they, they had so many, I think maybe I just missed something <laughs> while I was watching it because like every time I got to an ending, it then gave me a prompt that sent me back to something, which like I get, it's an homage yeah. to the, the book style, but I was under the impression going into it that it was like a one-off thing where you had to like actually watch from the beginning to get different endings. And so when I got an ending after 20 minutes, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'm done. And then it forced <laughs> me to keep going and it just right. kept forcing me to keep right. going over and over. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to yeah. want this. Also, it got to the point where like the choices you had to make were so fucking insane. It yeah. was like, oh, you could, um, <laughs> there's one that was like, it was literally like, take a nap or kill dad. <laughs> I was like, pardon? <laughs> like, you know, like it's just so I weird. I didn't get to that part. It's so weird. I literally got a kill dad ending. Yeah, I wanted it was fucking one. insane. Yeah. And I chose not to kill the dad and then yeah. still ended up killing the dad because they forced me to. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I just... I don't know if it was they're trying to make a comment on free will (laughs) or something, but I was just like, I'm trying to get to the ending I want and I'm not getting it. And this is frustrating. Yeah, I watched it on New Year's with like a a few people. And I, I found that I was the one, like everybody was making the reasonable choices, right? And I kept screaming like, do the insane thing because right. I want to watch every like possible branch of right. what they've set out because mm-hmm. I'm weird and completist that way. <laughs> and then the other thing is like that's the interesting narrative choice. I right. don't want to just take like the safe path. And um, my husband told me recently that uh, they got like a lot of the data back from a lot of people watching it, and they found mm-hmm. most people did that. They chose the sensible path. Hmm. So they were like invested in a way that made them want to, but like mm. my, I was totally contrary to that. I'm like, right. pick up a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my the ending that I got to, the, and and ultimately what ended up bothering me the most about this thing was that I got to an ending where he, you reveal to him that you are Netflix. Yeah, oh, I did yeah. that. I did that path. I like Adrian did like a bunch of different right. ones, and I was it was a lot. It that part pissed me off because I I yeah. I would go through it. And then it brought me like 10 minutes in, like I, you know, I explain that I'm Netflix and then I go to the psychiatrist yeah, yeah. and we get in a fight. And she brings and so out like nunchucks back. and yeah. you're like, okay. <laughs> and, and then instead of fighting her, you can choose to, jump you know, out jump out the window and then like they yell cut and like the director yeah. tells her, you know, you're not yeah. supposed to jump out the window here. And, and then it, I, so I did both of those and then it brought me back again to explain again that I am Netflix. And I was like, there's no... There's nothing else I can do here. It just <laughs> right. it just put me back in a loop where it was like you can just keep redoing this over and over and over again. That's and so then it said or skip to end credits. And I was like, oh, okay, that well, one, that done is the option now. I would like. But yeah. it was it was the whole like like what they ultimately ended up getting to, and it was like the whole thing of you know like oh like do, is free will a thing like mm. does it matter what we're doing is there something controlling us and i was like i don't want that i wanted this to be a romp <laughs> yeah. i wanted this to be a fun romp there where were I get to make parts choices. of it that were fun low like there was i mean kill dad was pretty fun <laughs> like, i'm still bummed i didn't there, get to kill dad. post post kill dad there was also would you like to bury dad or chop up dad into little pieces what? that was a yeah. full choice holy shit yeah and so i got the wrong end you know like it depending on what you did and then also I was really disappointed 
that I chose to make Colin jump off the balcony and mm. then it was all a dream. Right. Like, there were so many choices where it was like, just kidding, you're dreaming. And I was like, that's a cop out. Yeah. You know, like I want to shove that guy off the balcony and accept the consequences, yep. you know, yeah. like it was wild. But th- I think that's, I, I think as like a structure, Mm. this is like a novelty and I don't think it's going to, I, maybe I'm short sighted and dumb and we're all going to be watching choose your own adventure shit for the next 10 years. <laughs> but like I, I, there's kind of a dead end to it because you have to produce something like eight hours long of, right. of material to have something that kind of branches off in, in these different directions. Mm. And ultimately to have something that the ending doesn't really, it's so inconsequential right. that you can have the like multiple endings. It's like the movie clue. Right. Yeah. Um, but in like you know you can watch like sliding doors or something and like have multiple narrative thing, but it's cut together in a way that it's meant to be seen that way. Right. So you putting input is sort of also inconsequential. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the it was weird because I feel like it does have potential, but it was also like the gimmick, <laughs> like the the choose your own adventure. If you had just taken that out and it was just a film with mm. any of the endings, it would have been really shit. <laughs> like yeah, right. it was just yeah. not a good story to begin with. So I just like wasn't invested in this guy or his journey at all. Right. And choose your own, choose your own adventure is the kind of thing where it's not about the ending necessarily. It is about the journey and like making the choices. Mm. And if if the journey is taken out, like I don't know, it was just not. I was not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> well, for like that structure to be relevant it has to be like they wrote a story that uh narratively like needed to be told that way like part of the point of the story was to be able to uh make those choices and free will and it was like Mm. it was built into the narrative of it Mm. um but like how many of those stories can you tell like if you do it randomly then it doesn't matter why aren't you just cutting together Mm. the story that you want to tell right um but it i think what they're kind of leading into is that this technology might be a good way to get marketing data right Uh, (laughs) yeah well i was reading a thing that said that they like it was someone from like the verge or something Mm -hmm. like someone sent that to me and was like yeah it's literally them just trying to figure out how to market things to you on netflix and i was like that's great (laughs) love that yeah my i think like like playing off what you were saying about like just not being invested like I there were two characters that I found interesting and it was the dad and the like Mr. Thacker maybe the the guy who was like running the company. Oh yeah yeah. Okay. I I loved him. I thought he was fun. <laughs> I could have watched him do shit for like an hour and a half. I agree. And like I I liked the, the dad until later in the story when you realize he's an asshole, but like at the beginning of the movie when he's just kind of like fucking cereal oh the microwave is hard to use like i was like yeah i want to see this bumbling dad and this like goofy office manager guy like do things and we didn't get enough of them Mm. yeah there was also like there was no fulfilling ending for me like Mm -hmm. out of all of the endings that i experienced and like i googled it after and there's like so many more that i didn't experience that i was still like wow that's not that doesn't give me what i wanted i either wanted him to get five out of five stars from that stupid dude on his game right who was, like, reviewing his game, or I wanted him to save his mom. And neither of those things oh. are, like, actual... I think the five stars is, but you have to go down, like, a crazy-ass path to get mm-hmm. there. And then, like, you can't save the mom, like, no matter what you do. So right. I was like, that's frustrating. <laughs> well, it's Black Mirror, so it's going right. to be dystopian and, I and guess. sad. But, so. like, compared to all the other Black Mirror I've watched, it was not... Like, it just wasn't engaging at all. And I right. was like, oh, okay. Like <laughs> It was novel, and I think what they did with it was fun but uh i'm gonna uh propose there's a youtube series called next time on lonnie and they have a dinner episode that is a choose your own adventure and i will tell you i think the first two or three options of that are like like share a toast with your friends or say the n-word they're always like such drastic and it's a comedy so like it's the most horrible thing it's like uh, tell your girlfriend you love her or pull a gun. <laughs> and I spent a day watching every single outcome. <laughs> like, and they had reshot things so that if you had chosen something earlier, like on that, mm. like three, like passed down, they were just reusing it. They would incorporate right. that and then mm. pull it out again. They put so much work into this right. and it was incredible and it's hysterical but i like that is another thing where like the storytelling and the format itself like the comedy comes from the extreme choices well that's it and i feel like this 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 thing took itself too seriously and that's what my problem was with it if it had been funnier or like 
even just a little more like polarizing in the options right or a scary. lot of the choices were inconsequential like literally if it made me feel anything because right. like it was advertised as like horror sci-fi and i was like right. i was not scared marginally not even all. once yeah. like yeah. and plus it was set in the 80s which gives it so much potential to be like that campy like yeah. throwback nostalgic 80s vibes and i did not get any of that either so i was like what am i doing here yeah they also laid the bandersnatch stuff on real thick yeah <laughs> i was like wow like the, the part where he goes did you guys get to the part where he goes through the mirror yeah mm-hmm. i was like wow <laughs> hello looking glass right like we get, and his fucking uh stuffed animals are rabbit yeah. yeah i was like okay like we get it they do lsd yeah. You know, going down rabbit holes. I'm like, okay, guys, yeah. like, we understand. Like, I didn't know what that had to do with, like, free will. <laughs> like, I didn't really understand why it had anything it to do with really Alice bizarre. in Wonderland, other than thematically it was just in there. Right. I no but I, maybe I just missed it, and somebody's got a really deep explanation as to why, but... It, oh, I'm sure they do. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> One thing, um, the actor who played, uh, what's his fuck, the, the prodigy... Um, oh will poulter will poulter mm-hmm. um i was happy to see him because the only other thing i've ever seen him in was this movie called son of rambo that i loved when i was in high school it's like this like oh it's like an indie flick yeah, it? yeah. it's like an indie flick about like two kids who like one of them is like a like raised in like a super conservative religious household and like while walking home one day he meets will poulter's character who's like this like tough little like alley rat kid and they become friends and start playing like make-believe games together and it's really great like it was just like a very fun movie and so it was nice to see him again even though you know his character yeah. was just kind of a schmuck. Yeah. yeah, that's sick. No, the only thing I'd ever seen him in was Were the Millers or whatever, like that comedy. <laughs> right. But uh, he apparently got bullied off of social media after Bandersnatch. That makes sense. Bandersnatch sucked. Yeah. Was no, there really like a backlash against apparently, it? Apparently he specifically was like c- oh, no. completely roasted. And oh, I was no. like, that's unfortunate. Because yeah. he was, I mean, he wasn't great, but he was not like terribly awful or anything like he wasn't the worst part of the movie no (laughs) no the writing was the writing was the worst part yes it was like a fun new thing for Mm. like a bunch of friends of mine and i like to watch at a party and scream at each other that i believe i yeah i was gonna say when you were saying that before i was like I feel in a group setting, it's probably fun because you're like, yeah. oh, what do we choose? Huh? But like alone, I was actually like, please let me finish yeah. this fucking game. <laughs> like, That's it. I was, do- I was doing it while working. So I was kind of like half invested to begin with. I was doing it time. like one yeah. in the morning and I was like, I need to go to bed. Yeah. It's probably not a great thing to try to run through so that you can talk about our yeah. podcast yeah. and like a, a time limit on it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but at the same time, I barely remember it. Right. Like, and I watched it at the beginning of yeah. this month. Yeah. It did not affect me in <laughs> any way. Yeah. But it's, it's, you know, it is an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Like, at the but yeah, end like the day. I said, it has potential, I think. Yeah. I just think you need good writers. That's, well, I'd love to see a comedy, honestly. I'd love yeah. to mm. see someone do this as a comedy. They, Next time they I'm They have it. They have that, though. It's, I forget what it's called. It's like some weird service but like Avital Ash this comedian I don't know if you know her but anyways she was in it and like it's like a choose your own adventure comedy thing and it was also not great uh, <laughs> so someone enough. should do it but good <laughs> so I feel like The Good Place which is another thing that like oh, yeah, people I love on people Netflix comparing this. well that's the thing The yeah. Good Place has this whole thing going where like the sort of like overarching this is maybe a spoiler so if anyone I've doesn't want Good, good place, place spoilers but I also don't mind about spoilers fair enough they, they've got this overarching idea that like the world they live in is a simulation being run by Ted Danson. Um, which, like, I believe that is true of our world. As well. I, I agree. <laughs> um, and, and 100%. like, he keeps resetting it, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like they could easily take the Good Place universe and slap it onto, like, a That's choose your own adventure thing. Like they that. totally could, yeah. yeah. That, that actually would be a good format for that. Yeah, and that would be much more fun than Bandersnatch was. Yeah. Because I, I know what you mean. Like, the, the sort of, like, group, the group game of it, mm. Seems like it would be a really fun experience. Yeah. But when you watch it solo, you don't get that. But I think if you were watching a comedy solo... You might solo, still be entertained a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So that's my Bandersnatch hot take. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it was it was fine. <laughs> yes. What do you guys think? Did you watch Bandersnatch? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Are you going to watch it now that we talked about it? Are you really not going to now that we've talked about it? <laughs> Did Let you cyberbully Will Poulter? <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. I, yeah, I would like to know about that. Like, what... What have you done lately? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should cyberbully you. Oh. <laughs>
Kendall in. <laughs> oh my god. Kendall has been up to some bad shit lately. She's the scapegoat of this podcast for some reason now. Hey, I'm Aaron Lakoff, host of Changing on the Fly, a brand new podcast on the Upford Network. Changing on the Fly is a podcast that dives deep into the intersections between hockey and social justice. We take on issues of sexism, racism, and homophobia on the ice. You'll hear from athletes, activists, fans, scholars, and even musicians who love hockey but want to keep the jerks out of the game. Think Colin Kaepernick or Serena Williams, but with skates and less teeth. It's your perfect antidote to Don Cherry and Coach's Corner. Hey, Don, what do you think of changing on the fly? Not the left-wing pinkle media, bleeding hearts, guys. What are you, nuts? Anyways, you can find Changing on the Fly wherever you get your podcasts or visit us online at changingontheflypodcast.wordpress.com. Hey, you, do you make stuff or want to make stuff? Are you having a bit of a time finding a space that fits all your functional needs? Well, good news for you, friend. That's because friend of the show, good boy George Poppy, is trying to figure all that shit out for you by creating a collaborative workspace for all your assorted production needs. Check out chaos.co, K-H-A-O-Z.co. Fill out the form and let George know exactly what you've got going on that best suits your production needs. Let's make stuff, but you know, collaboratively, because only together can we save enough money to have a popper's dinner at Burger King. Chaos.co. K-H-A-O-Z dot co. On September 16th, 1993, NBC aired the first ever episode of Frasier, a spin-off series about psychiatrist Dr. Frasier Crane, the much-loved Seattle shrink from Cheers. Ten days earlier, a baby was born. A baby who, we'd come to learn, was destined to have someone pay him $264 to watch through every episode of Frasier with different special guests, unpacking the deeper themes behind each episode. That baby is me, Tom Zalatnai, and this is a terrible, terrible idea. Tune in to They're Calling Again, right here on the Upford Network. So are, are we going to talk about some of the wild, wild uh, things on the web? Uh, <laughs> I was trying so hard not to burp into the mic, and then I leaned toward it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> awesome. Uh, have a good burp. Oh uh, Yeah, let's go straight to the wild, wild web. Sure. Uh, I have something that is not on the web. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Off to a great start. It is something that exists in a public space of the Montreal metro system. There are a lot of these posters. It's an ad for um, a, a spa, a local spa. Mm. And I, I recently took a picture of it and I, I put it up on my Instagram, my Facebook. So now it is on the web. Uh, but <laughs> for some reason, the image for this spa is a man grabbing a woman, kissing her on the neck, but the guy looks exactly like Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know who the woman looks what? like? Who? Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I've heard several people surreal? have said, yeah. Oh, no. And so I post it, and my friends are like in Hawaii and stuff. I've never seen it. They're like, I thought you were kidding. I thought this was like a Photoshop. <laughs> and all of my my white friends in, in Canada are like, I thought so too, but I did not want to say so because <laughs> I did not want to be like everybody looks the same. <laughs> okay, wait, but, I'm looking at this now. Hold on. Oh, holy yeah. shit! I, I also want you to know that when I started looking up boxless thoughts on Instagram, yeah. I typed in box, and the first suggested search result was bento box lunch. <laughs> so. Okay, it doesn't look like Carrie Fisher to me, but that's Barack Obama, (laughs) so that's uh, really questionable. Also, why is it a brothel or a spa? I know, I don't know why it's so sexualized. I'm so confused. You've never been to a sexy spa? Yeah, so there's there's so many questions in my mind, like... I, maybe what? it's just the angle that that model looks like Barack Obama, but then why did they choose that photo? Like, did they go like, well, we'll throw it up there. Maybe we'll get a little bit of a double take because right. people are like, why is Barack Obama in this spa? And, and so I, I have actually uh, sent messages to the spa <laughs> saying, why is this Barack Obama? <laughs> I, I, they have not responded yet, but it is my now my life goal to know why is Obama? <laughs> this is the only true crime podcast I care about. <laughs> I will get to the bottom of this. Sherlock Schoen is on the case. <laughs> okay. This is. Wait, we're doing this. This is happening. 
I expect a full report. Season, okay. what, four of cereal is just going to be me trying to figure out why, why Obama. calling the spot. I, I'm going to try. I'm. I need to start digging down a rabbit hole and see if I can find a local model that is this guy. Right. And I can ask him. I, I need to know if he's a Barack Obama impersonator. Yeah. I need to know if he looks like Obama from other angles. I have so many questions. How thrown off would you be if you met him, right? You meet the guy. You're like, that's clearly the model from the Boda Boda ad. I'm going to go say hi. You're like, hey, you look just like Barack Obama. What's the deal with that? And then he responds to you and he sounds nothing like Barack Obama. Like his really voice is like a, a register higher. Oh, I was thinking he sounds exactly like <laughs> Barack Obama. Like, you know, it was a job. I had to take it. I really like spas. <laughs> that might be Bill Clinton. Yeah, I'm sorry. My, my Obama always slips into Clinton. But I, I have many questions, and if anybody has any information on the Boda Boda uh, photo shoot uh, or anybody involved with it, uh, please, please contact me. I need to know. Um, have you this? This might be an interesting tangent to go on. Have you ever gone to a spa? I've been to Boda yes. Boda. Okay, how oh, is it? I'm so it was jealous. Great. <laughs> so it's a it's a spa on a boat. Yeah. Why is that appealing in the slightest? Well, well it's in the old port, so yeah. it's like a pretty nice location. Well, yeah, but like, don't you like? Look, I have no. bad motion sickness as we speak, right? Like, it doesn't this room rock. is shaking. It's okay. a barge attached to it. Like, it's barely a boat. Okay. Um, it's just on the river. And mm. then they actually have, like, pools and stuff that are on land in a garden. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you can see the fireworks over the, the river and stuff. They stay late sometimes. Okay. And uh, it, it's very nice. Mm. Um, yeah, that's it. The Nordic Spa is a thing that is very popular in Montreal because it's fucking cold. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i've got a buddy who tried a couple times to get me to come out with him to like there was like one spa that does like a 30 dollar like full experience mm-hmm. on tuesday afternoons because it's like no one else goes mm-hmm. uh, and i never took him up on it i should yeah you go <laughs> and you're not gonna want to but you have to do the cold bath oh i don't want a cold no bath. I, you I have to have no interest in those circuit nordic circuit things because i don't like being especially cold or especially hot so i'm just like this both of these are bad i want a tepid bath yes just dunk me in lukewarm water please like i hate both why would you like i'm gonna be fucking cold in one and then the other one i'm gonna be red and sweaty and i don't want to be either is that so hard i do stand not Fuck. accept the premise that it's not fun to be warm, but the thing about the no, warm is fine. Warm is fine. <laughs> Hot? But that's no. why you go in the cold. You bit your body temperature up. You go in the cold bath. You don't get cold. You just kind of have this like shock to the system. You take a nap. Mm, you know, it's you so go- relaxing. <laughs> No, you shock to the system. No, it's great, but you don't get cold. A good frisson is really mm-hmm. good. Then you go take a to nap because you're out. tired and you're worn out, and then you go and you do it again, and every time you get a little sleepier and you get a little bit more relaxed, and you think it's going to suck, but you have to go Until take your that heart plunge. eventually fails because your body can't self-regulate the temperature anymore. <laughs> Can you imagine what that does to your skin Literally. Also? It's like, supposed to be good for your skin. It brings how? all the blood to the surface. But it, like, I don't know. My skin doesn't like, like, rapid changes of temperature. No, you don't. Your no, skin's no. fine. It's no. made of the same thing as everybody else. Oh, my skin's actually looking pretty okay right I'm now. I'm just right. also <laughs> consistently pink when it's cold and also when it's warm. So I would just be pink. And I'm like, if I'm going to spa with like a lover, that's not cute. You know? I, pink Pink can be cute. Pink's Look not at cute. Jigglypuff. Yeah. If, are you, if a guy can't love you at your pinkest. You? <laughs> you don't want to look like Jigglypuff? <laughs> no. no if a guy can't accept you at your pinkest he doesn't deserve you at your not pinkest <laughs> that's true marilyn monroe oh no can we like spas are nice just not the hot and cold part like oh. i've been to a spa and i've gotten like a 90 minute massage that was nice mm-hmm. I, I took a I had a little jacuzzi that was fine nice. that it is, was very warm yeah not hot just warm, just warm with the jets it was a good time that's exactly what they are though <laughs> they don't boil you it's a hot tub you're in a hot tub and then you're in a fucking ice bath like you know when a jacuzzi is a hot tub. ice bath like that's literally what you're doing I do not accept any of this <laughs> a jacuzzi's not a hot tub it is no it's not it's entirely the same thing it's I, absolutely not a jacuzzi a hot is a tub is like. <laughs> No, okay, a jacuzzi is like, you can have a jacuzzi in your fucking bathroom, and you like, it's warm, and there's jets, and you're like, ah, nice bath. 
a you hot tub is like you can only stay <laughs> in it for like 10 minutes and you're sweaty and it's terrible. No, that's a sauna. No. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on saunas. I can't breathe in saunas. I don't know why saunas exist. Like I'm sitting on hot wood. Wow. That, is <laughs> that didn't come out how I wanted it to come out. Oh, I love God. some good hot I feel wood like, to sit on. Yeah. I feel like I'm inevitably going to become one of those like middle-aged men who goes to saunas just for a schwitz. <laughs> I'm just going to be that guy who's like, uh, to go sit in the sauna. Yeah. And I hate myself for it, but I'm also going to be so happy. Oh, it's great. Yeah, I, yeah I've already approached that stage of my life. <laughs> I, I love a good steam room, little eucalyptus, open up the sinuses, yeah. get a little stretch in. Oh, whenever I have like a really bad cold, I'll do a steam, like pour a bunch of boiling water into a bowl. Mm-hmm. Last time I did it, I put a little bit of weed in there. Oh, it was a it it didn't like get me stoned, but it did, did it take work the edge off a little. That's awesome. It was nice. So yeah, spas. Oh, my my actually my only spa experience. Uh, I went to this spa in Hungary with my grandpa just randomly because I think we had some time to kill or something. Um, or maybe it was like a place he loved when he was a kid. I don't know. They had like a spa, and then outside they had a massive wave pool. Mm. Uh, so first you go to the spa, and then once you're done with all your relaxing, you go swim. Or, you know, bob around in a large pool with too many people crashing into you. Sure. Because, mm, you know, nothing times. more restful than that. That's great. Um, and I remember the spa portion being, like, fine, whatever. Like, we, you know, cold, warm, comfy. Everything was was quiet and, and soothing. Uh, but then sometime between the spa and the wave pool, uh, I got horrible diarrhea. Uh, Why does every story you tell involve you getting horrible diarrhea? I mean, welcome to my body. <laughs> and and so I'm in the wave pool. I guess it happened once I was in the wave pool, not before that, because I wouldn't have gotten in. Uh, and I'm in the middle of the pool at this point, and suddenly my bowels are like, hey, bitch, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't get out of the pool. No, you didn't shit in the wave pool. No, no, I didn't. Oh, God. But I almost started crying because it was like so much pain. Like, you know, when you've held a poop for just a little too long oh. and it starts to hurt. But I didn't know how to get out of the pool because I kept like swimming into people. And, and I was like, the waves were happening and I couldn't. I finally got to the bathroom and like it was it was it was a horrible time. It was very painful. Like I felt like garbage for like I mean, at least you didn't day. shit in the wave pool. Yeah. I should have. I would have felt better. No. Oh, and I. No I, one else around you would have felt no. better. Well, they should have gotten out of my way. Oh my I think if you had re- like yelled, "I'm going to shit," they would have parted ways like the Red Sea. I didn't know how to say it in Hungarian. <laughs> I think if you just motioned, people would have understood. This motion. Yes. Is that the universal sign of pooping? <laughs> just pointing down vigorously. Oh no, you guys! This guy's gonna lay an egg. <laughs> I think if you just yelled anything, people would have been like, this guy's fucking nuts. I'm going to move. Oh, God. Have I ever told the... I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast before, but when I was in a spa with Britney Spears... What? What? Okay, good times. So, (laughs) I love how the first spa story you had wasn't the Britney Spears spa story, and now we're getting there. (laughs) It's like you saved the good wine for last. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Well, it occurred to me that that it happened. So, uh, when I first met my husband, he told me he had not had uh, very many good birthdays. So, I was like, I'm going to do this up. I'm going to give the best birthday. So, I got uh, us both massages at the Four Seasons um, Spa in Chicago. And uh, we go, and we're like the only people there. And we've got our robes on. We're sitting in the relaxation room with our cucumber water. It's a good time. And uh, this girl walks in, you know, her robe right here down. Like, if that girl wasn't fourteen, I swear to God, that was Britney Spears. <laughs> and uh, you know, she sits down. She's getting snacks and like champagne or whatever. And uh, we keep seeing her because we're the only three people in this spot. Right. And then I see her go up to the front desk and go, do you know where my security is? And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's Britney Spears. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Uh, Britney and I, because uh, first name basis now. Yeah. Uh, BFFs. Yeah, yeah, totally. Britney uh, friends forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we're getting dressed in the, the locker room together, but I'm just like coming up with reasons to walk back and forth like over to the mirror and like back and I'm like little side eye (laughs) watch and and she gets like Britneyed up you know like with the you know kind of a look tramp stamp 
there's like a pop star look that's coming together in a way that you don't get from a bathrobe. <laughs> and uh, this is like just prior to like her meltdown. Oh. And she had a big show in, in Chicago. But uh, my friend uh, Howe had pointed out to us, because he asked my husband, is like, well, did you hit on her? And uh, and he's absolutely correct. Uh, that There are only three outcomes that come out of that. One, she says no, and that's the best story ever. Two, she gets her security to beat the shit out of you, mm-hmm. and it's the best story ever. Three, she says yes, and it's the best story ever. Yeah. So there's no bad outcome from, you know, you miss every shot you don't take. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know the age gap between Michael and Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be substantial. <laughs> I also don't know, in retrospect, how old Britney Spears is, but I feel like she's pretty young. I don't know that her. she's, I think she's like. She might not be anymore, eh? I think she's probably like around. 38 question mark That's I don't think she's way big shot in the dark I'm googling it I think yeah, she's younger enough. than I am but not substantially sh- like so okay how old is Britney Spears are you really fucking good. using Siri on a podcast right now Candace? you're fired <laughs> is that not allowed am I gonna get sued how old is Britney Spears Britney Spears is 37 I was a year off okay oh, alright I was a year off well shit That's she's my good. age so so, then, so it wouldn't have been, been that weird yeah, yeah just neutral at yeah. that point yeah <laughs> okay but still, I feel like you don't you don't you don't hit on someone you just met in a spa when there's not that many other people around. Like, well, and also when sketchy. you're uh, on a date. Well, like, yeah, I mean <laughs> that is but, a big factor. Yes, but yeah. I and I I've, I've been married a very very long time, and um, I I would have been okay with it because they're right. Yeah, you, you go for it. See, that's where I feel like the two of you together. But see, this would be even more predatory because then you're teaming up on her. But I feel like it would maybe be fun to be like, hey, do you want to join us? <laughs> I just thought about how mad I would be if I was trying to fucking enjoy a spa day and someone hit on me. Like, right? I would actually scream, I yeah. think. Because that's like the worst. That might be the worst place yeah. someone could hit on me. You were not incorrect, but like, you know, the early mid 2000s, they were crazy times. <laughs> We didn't know about Me Too then. No one had cell phones, probably. I don't know. Fair. I think we did. Flip, flip phones. The slidey ones. Oh, man. Well, that's beautiful. Oh. Should we uh, Should we dive into the turtle's butt Let's before go we wrap it. things yeah. up? Yeah, Candace, yeah. Candice, do you want to do the honors? <gasps> I'm so these are, um These are questions from past guests of the show. So oh. let's, let's see who we got in here. <clears throat> we got time for one, maybe two. Aaron Lakoff. Cool. Why did it somehow become fashionable to wear pants that cut off before your ankles with no socks in the winter? What is wrong with kids these days? Do they like having cold ankles? <laughs> That's Aaron Lakoff. That's Aaron Lakoff. <laughs> oh man, I don't know what he's talking about. What? <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Maybe do you I don't. Mean? Maybe I don't notice people's pants anymore. See, well, it, I'm gonna comment on this just that. Because uh, I think that's in my wheelhouse of what's wrong with kids these days. Uh, and I will say right now, I'm wearing pants that are too short to, like, my ankles would be exposed, but I've dorkily pulled my socks up to cover them up because it's ah. fucking cold outside. So I've just accepted that I'm going to look stupid because I got too fat for my pants to reach down to my feet. <laughs> you got too tall for them to reach down to your feet. Wouldn't it be that? Yeah, I'm still growing. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know how pants work. <laughs> right? I guess if your hips got wider, it would pull. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It does happen. Yeah. That's interesting. Because you're older than Lakoff, I think. I think he's like a couple of years younger than you. Well, he's well on his way to my town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Maybe maybe check yourself. Because in like two or three years, you're going to you're gonna also wear short pants. But I do look at girls in short skirts and like clubbing outfit. I'm like, what the fuck oh, are you doing? That's one thing I don't understand. Like I don't club first of all, but whenever I am out at night and I see people clubbing and they're in like a spandex miniskirt mm. and tights, I'm like, wow, you're really dedicated to this look. Like, meanwhile, I'm in my parka and like snow pants right. trudging along. Like it's so bad. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I commend them. I always like. That's so- why I'm single on Valentine's Day because I won't wear miniskirts. <laughs> skirts of the club in minus 20 Oof, unfortunate I, I, I it's that's a, okay 
that's a choice for you, and yeah. I think that's a strong I really position. I don't want to be spending Valentine's yeah. Day with a guy I met at the club. <laughs> Fair enough. So. I don't really want to spend Valentine's Day very cold. No, <laughs> that's that's my issue. Oh god, right. Valentine's Day at a club must be like really sad. Yeah. Yeah, I, so like Montreal Improv is close to a bunch of clubs and every once in a while coming home from shows, there'll just be tons of teenagers wearing like spandex and looking way too cold. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Put a sweater on, child. Right. <laughs> I'm like ready to wrap a jacket around. Yeah. I'm like, what, who let you leave the house? What are you doing with your life? Make better choices. <laughs> Make warmer choices. Oh like it's not God. even a moral judgment thing. You go, you go party all you want. You go have oh, if it casual was summertime, sex. Just be warm. Go be naked. I don't give yeah. a shit. Yeah, but, but like, it not no. It's cold. It's not worth the frostbite. No. Really fucking cold. Yeah. This is the wrong city for for loose yeah. clothes. No. They're gonna say loose women. <laughs> I was trying. To, <laughs> I was like, Whoa. I was trying to remember the adjective for clothes. Skimpy. Is sure. it skimpy clothes? Yeah. 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 yeah Cuz when I said that. loose clothes, I guess I could just be like a flowing like <laughs> Right. <laughs> Stop wearing capes to the club. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like so when I was younger, I would sometimes wear shorts in the winter. Like it was always a thing, you know? It was like I'm wearing shorts in the winter cuz I'm so strong cuz I was a fucking stupid teenager. There's also <laughs> one guy. Like we had one guy in my high school who wore a fucking hoodie all throughout winter. Like right. even in minus 30 snowstorm, it was like that zip-up hoodie from American Apparel and I was yeah. like is this this is really yeah. what you're gonna go for like okay i i will have days where like i i firmly believe that i don't need to wear my coat until it's like minus 15 or colder so i will have days where i'm in my hoodie and a hat and gloves and i'm like this is like you know in minus 14 and i'm like this is like the coldest i'm willing to be before i will put on an extra layer yeah. and for me it's just that like when i get to the next place i know i'm gonna have to take layers off and i'm gonna be too hot yep so I, oh, so I do that math, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah. is it going to be worth being way too hot when I get to the place? Should I just be a little cold right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's and a I duration calculation that goes into that. I'm willing yeah. to like go outside for a little bit without a jacket. Like if it's a brief thing. Right. right. But uh, yeah. But I wouldn't expose my ankles. I like my ankles more. <laughs> it's just like, it's so easy to cover your ankles that, like, why are they exposed? This, this feels like we're, like, in the 1700s complaining about why how ankles... Why are your ankles showing? <laughs> cover your ankles, you slut. Because <laughs> that used to be a thing, right? That, well, like, ankles were too so. sexy, yeah. so you had to cover them? Yeah, there, there's a... Apparently this isn't actually true, but there's, like, a... a a theory that like the reason that uh the puritans or not puritans but like in america they would put like a a skirt around like a piano so that it covered the legs because they were so like puritanical that they could not see the like the sexy succulent legs of a piano (laughs) (laughs) wait i think like of the feet playing the pedals of the piano you mean the feet of the piano yeah like the legs of the piano are too like indecent they always have a little curve yeah they're a little sexy a little sexy (laughs) incredible <laughs> that gave me a visceral ew reaction but you wouldn't like, fuck a piano what are you saying Candace? <laughs> who does not get a little bit i would like to put it on the record that i would not fuck a piano <laughs> ever do you want to date our piano no what about no. a player piano <laughs> oh that's kind of like a robot would you fuck a robot <laughs> It depends. Which, it's a robot that can play you music. That's pretty good. That's true. That's better than most of the dudes you're going to meet on Tinder. So At least he plays now. piano. Oh, God. Should we do one more question? One more. All right. Go for it. Oh, Candace, go oh, ahead. Okay. Oh, man. Jason Elias. All right. Who was your celebrity crush growing up? Who was your celebrity crush growing up? Jake Gyllenhaal. God, you're so young. Young. <laughs> so young <laughs> but it depends like what age i guess but jake right. jake hall has been like my constant number one like since childhood celebrity crush yeah he's very cute he's very cute mm-hmm. yeah i mean like yeah it's just a lot for me to handle also he's in he was in two trailers this month for movies coming out and i was like who i need to like fan myself <laughs> off a little yeah he's yeah. uh he's a looker he's mm-hmm. good he's one of those ones that can pull off beard or no beard Yes. Which is really like, yes, yes. that's rare. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Although I will say beard is a little better as far as I'm concerned. I agree. But yeah. 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 Mine was Cole Sprouse specifically. I remember Not you talking Dylan, about this. Like Dylan is significant, significantly hotter than Cole. The so. thing is, Cole was more sensitive. He, oh. was, he was the like, he was the dorky one, which was more my thing. 
I've completely I, forgot about since yes. the last time we talked about it, about who that is. Uh, he's he's Jughead now. He's sexy Jughead. Okay, yeah, yeah. I do watch Riverdale, <laughs> despite uh, my self-respect. It's uh, so bad, but I love it. It's so trashy. It's such a garbage show, and I can't stop watching it. I just I want to see how garbage it goes. Like, <laughs> I'm so invested now on how shitty can this get. I have I watched like one or two episodes. Like I watched like one at the beginning and then like the most recent one that just came out. And I just oh. it doesn't. It started as a murder mystery. Now it's like they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, but it's called like goblins and gargoyles right. or some dumb shit. And it's like you've Jumanji. Gotta, I don't know. <laughs> you've got to give. You've got to watch the it's, whole it's thing time. and yeah. just do do that for yourself. My friend's someday. dad is on that show. What? Oh. Yeah. Who's your friend's dad? Claudius and uh, Cliff Blossom. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, shout yeah. out to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I remember finding that out and being like, wow, that's like the wildest thing for your dad to be on. Like that's like my dad's on Riverdale. Like, <laughs> you know what true. I mean? Like it's such a teeny boffer show. It's like your dad's on Riverdale. Well, it's also just such a like weird, like, like weird show. Yeah. yeah. And but, spoilers. Like, does not go well for that character. <laughs> no. <laughs> Although maybe goes well for that character's twin brother. I can't I don't know anymore. Like I said, I have no clue. God, it's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's, dumb. it's such a heaping uh, pile of garbage. Although I, I have to say, I don't approve of how they're maligning uh, Dungeons and Dragons. They're bringing no. back that like uh, demonic panic of like the, uh, the eighties and stuff. Yeah. That's weird. But uh, I don't know why they chose to do that. Yeah. And also there's magic now, I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's really bizarre. I feel like they're kind of building up to a crossover with the chilling adventures of Sabrina. That's what Which I thought. was a terrible show. Oh, I oh, watched I all it. of it and was oh. like, this is like, I hated yeah. it. I watched like the first three episodes and I was like, I can't do this to myself. <laughs> I don't hate it. I hated it so I think much. I just wanted it to be more like Riverdale with different characters. It oh, was like not, it yeah. was like too yeah. dumb to be a good show and not dumb enough to be Riverdale. You that's, know what I mean? Well, that's exactly like, it wasn't it. dumb enough to be enjoyable, but it was too dumb to like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just like, ugh. That's I it. I wanted it to be really yeah, dumb. Yeah, me and too. It and it wasn't. Like, it was just like mediocre. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get out of here. That's it. I, I think what I'm realizing is that I don't want to watch like dramas that aren't really fucking stupid like i'm loving scandal right now because that show's trash is it really brilliant it's brilliant trash that's funny i mean i think it's actually like very well written and like it's 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 very good Mm. but it's so fucking bad you know (laughs) right it whereas riverdale is very bad bad, but so good well i feel like those shows can't because when they start off like bonkers like that uh like um what is that uh, something, how to get away with a perfect murder. Or how that to get show. away with murder, yeah. yeah like that, how that I met first, your se- yeah. <laughs> how I met how your, your murder. murder. Um, <laughs> that first season I really liked. And then they have to escalate from there. And Riverdale is this problem, too. Until the point that they're so over the shark that you're like, what the fuck is even (laughs) happening anymore? I'm waiting for the episode or the season where Riverdale goes to space or something where they're like, Archie's an astronaut now and look who he brought on his crew. (laughs) I think my favorite part of Riverdale, though, is the way they the writers make them talk like they're all teenagers, (laughs) but they're like, golly gee, father. Like, and you're like, "Okay, wow, that's interesting. I like the combination of the fact that, like, I don't even think they go to high school anymore, but like that it's a high school drum. They're like, oh, no, the SATs, but I'm going to be murdered and I have a business to run. Like, what the hell is going on? It's true. You, you really don't get like any of the high school like classroom scenes anymore. It's no. all just like we're in a bar, we're in a diner, we're in the woods. I run a I speakeasy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I tuned in. Veronica's like singing at a speakeasy, yeah. and I was like, "Why is she at a speakeasy? Aren't they in high school?" And my sister was like, "She owns it." And I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's an explanation. Okay. She's like a crime I, boss, a yeah. business owner, a it's high school ridiculous. student. It's like, oh, prom. But there's a serial killer. <laughs> my favorite, like... my favorite was when fucking Archie's like, "Oh no, I'm gonna be kicked out, or I'm gonna ha- be forced to repeat my junior year if I don't study for my SATs." Yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna go have sex with Veronica <laughs> and just take a quick break from studying, even though for the last thirty minutes that's all I've been talking about. But it's fine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, gotta put it in there somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's probably I, probably past the SATs after. Yeah, <laughs> I actually feel a little bit bad for the kid who plays Archie because I I feel it's it's a little bit like exploited. Like he's really like just a beefcake that they're oh, like, yeah. take your shirt off, boy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Let it's the women ogle you. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's rough. He's like 
got no depth to his character either. He's, like, mm-mm. I feel like the rest of them like will all have careers after Riverdale, and yeah. I feel like KJ Apa is just going to be like, "Well, I was Archie for a bit." <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll do soaps, maybe. Yeah, um, or become like an MMA fighter. <laughs> God, <laughs> I, I feel like the it what it feels like for me with Riverdale is that like toward the end of each season the writers just sit around the room one day and pitch nonsense to each other and then decide what sounds the most fun. Yeah. And they're like, all right, Basically. next season it's basketball with aliens. <laughs> like the moment they sat down and went, we need funeral uniforms for the cheerleaders. That was the moment I was like, yes. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh my that just, that's like the costume department also having a fun time with right. it. That's the thing. Like, I feel like Riverdale is just like, everyone is trying as hard as possible to have fun making something really stupid. Yeah. Uh. It's incredible. I hope Spawn's on next season or something. <laughs> also, they all sing. Like, I was, yeah. I was like, is this a musical show? And my sister was like, no, they just sing sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's like a glee, but But, but like nuts. not. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, they just got to ramp it up to like severe, surreal bizarreness there's got to be like a talking dog next season or something (gasps) yes (laughs) (laughs) it was the purest excitement oh man well that brings us to the end of our episode for this week i hope there's an animated talking dog on the next season of riverdale that's what i'm looking forward to i'm just waiting for the waiting for the gritty garfield reboot (laughs) veronica's speakeasy starts serving lasagnas and then a tough stranger comes into town and he hates mondays Stupid. People pay us for this. (laughs) Guys, if you like this episode, consider also paying us for it on patreon.com slash up for discussion. We really need your money. Uh, You can also help us out by buying some merch. You can click the link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at TeePublic. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts. And like if you do that, maybe tell us what your favorite episode of Riverdale is in your review. (laughs) Don't talk about our show. Review Riverdale. Totally. For for us instead. Uh, you can share this episode with a friend who uh, hasn't seen Bandersnatch yet. Uh, maybe with someone you want to take to the spa. Oh, you know what? You know what? Share this episode with someone you want to be your Valentine. Aww. This could be your moment. Share this with a, a model friend of yours who looks like Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. Share this with Bota Bota. <laughs> uh, I just want to do a quick thing here. <clears throat> Karen, David really wants you to be his valentine this year so maybe you should do that for him on behalf of all of us here at up for discussion we hope you have a wonderful valentine's day cheryl yeah, just, you know th- so so if there's a david out there who wants to ask okay are these real valentine's, people valentine's, or, no i have no okay. idea oh my god i was like is someone getting engaged while they're listening to this like what's going on i thought it was like a paid spot that someone yeah. did and i got really excited it's either really personal or you're just trolling on people named karen <laughs> i literally almost started crying i was like this is so cute all right let's try another one um jane Darren is really thrilled to have spent the last three or maybe a different number of years together with you. <laughs> he would like to know if you would like to marry him. So do, do that. Uh, so yeah, if, if there's a David or a Darren listening and you happen to be in relationships with people named Karen or Jane. You also in- said Cheryl in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's been a lot of I names. switched the name halfway through. But Kevin, be my Valentine. <laughs> Love, Jeff. <laughs> Let me get one in there. Uh, <laughs> I'm so tired, you guys. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Oh, you can fuck. follow the. You can follow us on Twitter at Down with Talking, and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalat, and I. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. I'm at Candice Pie. That's Candice with an I and Pie with a Y. Uh, anything to plug while we're here? Bearing in mind this comes out in like twelve hours. <laughs> oh, guys, I promise Gelchat's coming back soon. <laughs> It will at some point, I swear. Keep an eye out for that. Send her questions. At GelChatPod on everything. Please send me shit. The sooner you send Candace dating questions, the sooner GelChat comes you back. Also, want to date me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like soliciting on your podcast. I'm single. I need to mingle. Oh, I believe I have a show, uh, I want to say February 3rd at Montreal Improv, uh, that uh, will have puppets in it, that should be really, really fun. (laughs) 
I mean, go see that for sure. <laughs> I don't love puppets. But I'm I, sure your show's going to be great. I will be puppeting. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, let me try that again. Try it again. Try it again. Well, share this with people who love puppets and want to see my... Uh, puppets. And, and like joy in general. Uh, I fucking love puppets. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll put some deets up on the the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to Adrian's puppet show. Sure. Oh, uh, I'd like to plug. I got nothing. I got no. nothing to plug today. Actually, tomorrow, uh, the season one finale of they're coming. They're calling. Uh, they're coming. My Frasier podcast. They're calling again. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> if you've never listened, both of these lovely people have been on episodes. Uh, tomorrow's episode is the finale of season one. My coffee with Niles. So. I'm an eleventh of the way through this fucking That's thing. Fucking... <laughs> and your guest you will be uh, David Hyde Pierce. I wish uh, my <laughs> guest is uh, Pierce Ray, oh. uh, who's a podcaster from Vancouver. So, nice. Yeah, tune in for that tomorrow. Very uh, cool. Also, if you want to hear a lot of stuff about PodCon, I was a guest on the Yeah podcast this past weekend. So go download that and hear me talk about PodCon. And I think Toby's on that episode a little bit as well, so you can get some baby sounds. Let's close this bitch down before Tom passes out. I'm so tired. Special <laughs> thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP. Benson is our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. And this show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalatni, for the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network, including Gal Chat, which comes back real soon, at upfordnetwork.com. <laughs> right. I'm so tired. Bye. Candace, Bye. thanks for joining us. Thank this you for having Thank me. You. Oh, God. I have to edit this. <laughs> <laughs>